Chapter 15 For Many From the Lord's Table by Andrew Murray This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Phil Snyder 6. For Many My blood which was shed for many. Matthew 26, 28 Jesus has a large heart. At the supper table he not only forgot himself to think of his own who were gathered there around him, but his loving eye glanced forward to all who are redeemed by his blood, for many. With this word he teaches his disciples to maintain fellowship, not merely with those with whom they sit at the table, but with the entire host of the redeemed, the multitude that no man can number. In the light of this word we see him breaking the bread and giving it to the disciples, and then again to the multitude after the day of Pentecost, and then yet again to others until the ever-widening circle extends to the spot where we now sit. This truth binds all celebrations of the supper into one single communion in immediate contact with him who first instituted it. It unites also the separate circles of Christ's disciples into one universal church, and all distinctions and all separation vanish in the joyful thought that every member shares equally in the love and the life of the one head from whom also he receives the bread. It sets the farthest distance in a relation to the love of Jesus as intimate as those who at the first received the bread from his own hand. The observance of the supper accordingly must renew our feeling of unity, not only with the head, but also with the body of which we are members. The supper must enlarge our heart, till it be as wide as the heart of Jesus. Next to love to the Lord Jesus, must present love to the brethren fill our souls, along with the word for you, which, as coming from his lips, is so precious to us, he desires us to couple and remember this other word, for many. For many. Some Christians are satisfied when all goes well with their own little circle. They think of going to heaven only in company with those that belong to them. This ought not to be. The supper must enlarge the heart in love and prayer for all that belong to Jesus, so as to make us rejoice with them or weep with them. Nor even at this point must we stop. The true disciple of Jesus thinks of all who may yet be in their sin, and do not know about the blood which was shed for many. Every real experience of the power of the blood must introduce me more deeply into the feelings and dispositions in which it was shed, and will constrain me to bring to the knowledge of it the many for whom Christ poured it out. He that really drinks the blood which was shed for many, and becomes inwardly partaker of the life and the love which was poured forth in that blood, how shall he find all selfishness and all narrow-mindedness vanishing away, and have his heart enlarged to embrace the wide compass of Jesus' heart and Jesus' word when he said, My blood shed for many. Precious Savior, grant unto me thy spirit, that the same mind which is in thee may also be in me. Cause me to understand how even of thy holy supper thou canst say, Compel them to come in, that my house may be full, and may all thy people be more filled with the thought, Still there is room. O Lord Jesus, who thyself art love, 
shed abroad thy love in our hearts by thy Holy Spirit. Amen. End of chapter 15